oil prices fell sharply overnight after Saudi Arabia reassured markets it would use its ample oil supplies to stabilise prices if needed. US Treasury yields fell further as underlying US producer price inflation continued to moderate. That's coming up in our five things in five minutes. And then in our bonus deep dive interview, we'll go behind the scenes of one government bond market, New Zealand's. It's, like many, feeling the weight of new bond issuance because governments are running deficits. And that's pushing up on market interest rates for government bonds. That really is largely a reflection of, uh, you know, looser fiscal policy and, and the greater demand that NZDM is asking of the market to fund that issuance. But first, in 5 and 5 with ANZ, number one, Oil prices fell nearly 2% overnight after Saudi Arabia reassured markets it would use its spare supplies to stabilise prices if there was more volatility because of the Israel-Hamas war. Remember, that's expected to escalate in Gaza in the coming days. Markets also were more reassured that escalation would stay within Israel's borders and not extend to Iran after the New York Times reported overnight that Iran was just as surprised by Hamas's attack on Israel as the Israelis were, the implication being that Iran may not have been directly involved in supporting the attack, which may give room for Israel not to respond with an attack on Iran of its own. Brent crude, that was down 2% in late trade at $86.90 US a barrel. Number two, US Treasury yields fell again overnight as more Fed officials said they didn't think more rate hikes would be needed, in part because those higher bond yields globally in recent months are doing the Fed's heavy lifting for it. The US 10-year yield fell 6.5 basis points to 4.59%. That's nearly a two-week low. The Nasdaq and the S&P 500 were wobbling around the unchanged mark in late New York trade. Those lower yields also took some strength out of the US dollar. That meant the Aussie dollar kept around 64 US cents overnight. It's at 63.92 just before 5 o'clock in the morning Australian time. And the Kiwi dollar, it held up just over 60 US cents overnight. It's now at 60.10 US cents. Number three, there was also reassuring inflation news out of the United States overnight to press down a bit on those US Treasury yields. ANZ's head of G3 Economics, Brian Martin, writes from London this morning that underlying US producer price inflation of 0.3% shows inflation continuing to moderate. Headline PPI inflation of 0.5% was above the market consensus for 0.3%, but Brian says... That was driven mostly by a 10.5% rise in energy costs. He points to services inflation for the month of just 0.2% and core goods inflation of just 0.1% to keep the Fed happy. Number four, Brian says global markets are clearly focused on US CPI inflation figures for September due later tonight. He says the median estimate is for 0.3% inflation at both the headline and underlying levels. And even if the result was above or below consensus, he thinks the Fed's likely to look through the numbers. Markets increasingly see the Fed staying on hold through the rest of the year. Number five, New Zealand's net migration data for August was way above forecasts and continues a record-breaking trend for 2023. ANZ Senior Economist for New Zealand, Miles Workman, explains. 
Well, the annual inflow to August came in at a whopping 110,200 people. So that's a record breaker. The um, monthly net inflow certainly came in hot at just under 10,000 people. Uh, We penciled in a net inflow of around about 6,000 people. But at the same time, there were some significant historical revisions. Uh, We got around about an extra 7,000 people added to the net migration impulse just through those revisions to historical months of data. Miles Workman there. And now it's time for our bonus deep dive interview. This time we go into the bowels of the global bond markets to see how governments are adding to the upward pressure on yields with plenty of deficit spending funded with new bond issues. ANZ senior strategist David Croy is based in Auckland in New Zealand. I spoke to him yesterday about two government bond auctions due later this week in New Zealand to get a feel for how bond investors are handling all this new issuance, including two big new auctions in the United States this week. That's being held against the backdrop of higher yields, significantly higher than they were a few weeks ago. They have corrected off their intra-week highs, but they are certainly a lot higher than they were. And look, the big concern in markets is actually what's going on globally. Uh, you know, we're seeing big bond issuance in the US. There's the $35 billion 10-year US note auction uh, tonight. Uh, And then there's another $20 billion uh, 30-year auction on Thursday night. So those are pretty big, chunky numbers for the market to absorb. And in in New Zealand, we have been getting used to uh, some pretty high and chunky numbers for issuance as well. So markets globally are just a little bit wary given the volume of issuance that we're seeing. So, David, what sort of demand have we seen for New Zealand bonds in recent months? I saw that there's been a trend for lower bid cover ratios and a softening of demand. Bid cover ratios in gross terms have been falling for a little while now. You know, not to disastrous levels. There's always been enough interest out there or enough bids out there for NZDM to be able to clear uh, the volume of bonds they're trying to sell. Uh, But it just has been falling a little bit lately. And Look, you know, I just think that's part and parcel of the market being a little bit weary uh, of the volume of issuance that's that's coming, you know, down the pipe, so to speak. Now, we know we've got an election coming up this weekend in New Zealand. How do you think that's factoring into investors' thinking on these bond issues? Yeah, look, I think markets take a pretty mature approach to elections. Um, you know, nobody's particularly scared. You know, we know what, what both sides of the House look like. And, and by December, we'll have more of an idea, uh, you know, of what the, the policies look like. But to be honest, I, you know, the, the, I guess the bigger uh, issue at play right now really is the rise in yields that we've seen. If anything, that's actually putting more upward pressure on costs. Obviously, higher yields make it more expensive for the government to fund itself uh, by virtue of the fact that bond prices fall as yields go up. Uh, means that as yields rise, uh, you know, the government has to issue more bonds in order to raise a a given amount of cash. So that becomes self-fulfilling, if you like. So David, how much demand are we seeing from international investors for these New Zealand government bonds? Foreigners are by far and away the largest holders uh, of New Zealand government bonds. You know, they own around two thirds of them. So yes, significant participation from offshore. And so from that perspective, it certainly helps that New Zealand bond yields are very wide compared to their counterparts, you know, whereas we're trading at about 100 basis points above Aussie bonds in the 10-year part of the curve, and Australia is the market we kind of generally get compared uh, against. 
And so, yeah, that, that's certainly something that draws investors into our market. So, David, what's happening to those spreads between New Zealand government bonds, Australian bonds and US Treasuries in recent months? We've generally been widening on a spread to both markets, uh, like I said, particularly to Australia. And, and look, that's a combination of both a higher cash rate here, uh, particularly against Australia, but also, you know, the, the, the weight of issuance that the market's being asked to take down. I mean, for example, in Australia, their 10-year bonds trade sort of roughly 15 to 20 basis points below swap, whereas here in New Zealand, we trade sort of about 15 to 20 basis points uh, above swap. Um, and that really is largely a reflection of, uh, you know, looser fiscal policy and, and the greater demand that NZDM is asking of the market to fund that issuance. ANZ Senior Strategist David Croy there. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was 5 and 5 with ANZ for Thursday, October the 12th. Catch you tomorrow with the latest from tonight's key US inflation data and what that means for global interest rates. This podcast contains general information only, not investment advice. You should obtain advice for your personal circumstances before making any investment decisions. Please view the podcast disclaimer available via your media player or email.